once again for the Guys Weekend Podcast. I am Josh Tenney, along with his always. He's hung, but he's not hung. He's hung over eating day-old pizza that was sitting out in the box on his back patio. Brandon Parks. Yeah, it's just as good as it was at 2 in the morning. <laughs> so I was going to go for the wings, but there were some flies on it, and I'm like, hmm. I don't know about that. Need, the, the, those eggs are all protein. Huh. Huh. So, <laughs> before we jump into today's topic of discussion, I want to talk about a mutual friend of ours. Uh-oh. Brad was just acquainted with this guy huh? a few weeks prior. Zach's met him twice. Josh, you've met him a bunch of times. But let me tell you. That motherfucker, Fudger, sorry. Nine, oh, we're past nine. Oh, we're not 90 seconds yet. That was close. We could beep that out. Beep. I didn't say that. Schmandon Schmarks. Listen, that guy is a bad influence. Mm. He he is a drinker. He gets blackout drunk, and it is terrible. Uh, he He's a pusher. Met him out for a few beers last night, and let me tell you, that is why I'm hungover. With shades on, shirt off, no underwear. It's mm. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Got a fan blowing, pointing right at his nether regions. Mm. Correct. Mm. Yes. Um, Wow. 4 a.m. Wow. I did notice he likes to climb to high places, too. That's Uh, He was on the bar last night. Sounds like Schmandon. Schmandon is a uh, air guitar legend. Yeah. There was a little bit of that last night, too. Mm -hmm. He kind of – it's kind of a mixture between, like – like Slash and, you know, Fat Vince Neal. I was just say Fat Vince Neal. It's <laughs> uh, quite the Correct. combo. But, man. Whew. Boy, oh, boy. So, Magoo yeah. comes over, right? right? He's working, right? We had the baby shower for Ronnie and Jessica yesterday. Ronnie comes up to me like halfway through it, and he goes, hey, dude. What's up? He goes, we're getting slammed at your place after? And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. He's like, he's like I got to see what you know Jessica wants to do. I'm like, well, you know where we'll be. Boy. Slammed we did. Magoo comes over at like 5.30, right, on a break, a break from work. Drinks two beers, <laughs> smokes a cigarette, and takes another one for the road. This dude had to drink probably, I don't know, nine beers. <laughs> while he was working and he comes back he's like yeah I don't know how I get paid for that and I'm like I don't know he's like but I made a delicious pizza and brought like two dozen wings back I'm like I, cool keep that going that's the energy we need yeah it's, it's that's kind of energy we, we know and love from Magoo oh my god and it, it, listen he he fired off the I love you guys like real soon real prematurely like the sun was still up man he came out swinging that's alright though but anyway, back to topic of discussion. Oh, the fact that there's no bush light in Mike Raider's cooler. Another, another fucking, I could say it now, fucking ding in his, his box. Come on, Mike Raider. You're better than that. It's terrible. He's down there blowing up my shit right now. Well, they were Ronnie's, and we definitely drank all of them last night. So. <laughs> 
dude, my top of my laptop is so greasy and covered in pizza right now. So the topic of a d- discussion today is last weekend was the premiere of House of the Dragon. Uh, fin- I started it in the middle of the week and then finished it last night. So, uh, Oh, you're fresh. That way I'm fresh. Yeah, yeah. I still probably remember very little from it. Fuck. I got, that. <laughs> I got an old man memory already. Initial thoughts. Um, so at the, towards the end, I got, uh, no, this is just me being just weird. Uh, towards the end, uh, princess Renarius kind of had that, uh, a mix between queen Amidala and the childlike <laughs> empress for never, never ending story. Are you talking about during her, uh, um, the air ceremony? Yeah. Yeah. Where they give her the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. All she needed was the painted face, and it would have been full Amadala. Yeah, I thought, I thought Millie <laughs> Millie Alcock is the uh, actress for her young, her younger self. I thought she did a really good job, really good job. I was a fan. Uh, I I enjoyed the fact that they didn't overwhelm you with too much knowledge, too many backstories, too many names, too much to know in the first, you know, here we are, introduction to a new show. Remember all this stuff because it's going to be important. But I think the thing that got me in the most was bringing back that GOT violence. That yeah. was that was gnarly. I was a fan. Um, Maggie was not, but... <laughs> She's like, oh my God, ew, oh, eh. I'm like, it's a TV show, all right? He's not really dead. They're not really pulling his brain out of his... There, there was more blood in that birthing scene than any other Dude, that was, any of the fight scenes. Out of all of Game of Thrones, that was the hardest scene I, I, to watch for me. That was that rough. Was, that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah, that was bad. That was rough. I was right there with Ramsey Bolton Sansa rape for me. But, yeah, uh, I was right there. Bad. Um, I was, I was a little bit. Um, that opening shot we get of uh, Rhaenyra. Flying on Cyrax just to start the whole show out. Light, happy air, like, welcome back to, to Game of Thrones. They're playing undertones of the theme song in the background. Shouts to uh, um, Ramin Jawadi, one of the goats. Uh, but I was a little worried that it was going to be, like, a lighthearted episode. I'm like, nah, fam, this this is dark as fuck. Like, this is <laughs> dark as fuck. You got you to gotta darken this up. And they did, like, five minutes later. But yeah, that was a pretty didn't, cool opening. Didn't take long. That was, yeah, it was great. It was uh, interesting to see, like, the, uh, it, you kind of get a sense that, um, shit, I'm, see, it's already starting. Can't, I can't remember any fucking names. The, Who uh, you got? The, the king is kind of maybe not, Viserys? like, the, the strongest. Viserys uh, the first? Yeah. Yes. Not the strongest individual to be in that position. He's not a bad king, but he's not as ruthless as other Targaryens. Um, Brandon and Josh, Zach, I know you. Have you guys read the book? Mm-mm. Okay, so no, I need to. People, though. people think that the whole plot line of the show is going to be Princess Rhaenyra versus Damon, Prince Damon, Matt Smith's character, really yep. deep character. That's not what the plot of the show is. That's that's what I heard. A guy I work with 
has read the book, she's like, oh, no, dude. Yeah, like, so I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, obviously, but buckle up. Buckle up for safety, friends. Um, I'm ready so for the, Viserys is the king of uh, – he's uh, the son of Jaehaerys, the old dude that they showed in that cold open, right? Yep. So the, the woman that they called the queen who never was – uh, when I'm looking around on TikTok and stuff, the two confusing things, people are like, who the hell are these people? Are Rhaenys, uh, Rhaenys Targaryen, Corlys Valerian, and then um, the king, Viserys, right? Because they're like, oh, that's Daenerys' brother, the blonde-haired guy that Cal Drago killed. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not that guy. No. So <laughs> Rhaenys is the daughter of Jaehaerys, who actually should have been the actual ruler, but um, – you know, gender roles are a thing in, in Westeros, uh, which is a huge contention point of um, Rhaenyra beginning crowned the future queen. So she should be the queen, Rhaenys. Her dragon is fucking badass. That's um, Merylis, uh, one of the older dragons. And she's married to the black guy, Corlys Valerion, which again, shout out to all the TikTok people out there thinking that they casted a black Targaryen. That guy's now a Targaryen. <laughs> blew yeah. my mind that people get so <laughs> torqued out over this stuff but he's cool as hell he's the sea snake um oh, think nice. like think like bougie Greyjoys, like richest guy in the world at the time is who that guy is yeah, wow. if i'm wrong he his family's so rich because they they've been to every port in the world and they just go to a port and say what's your most exotic thing and they like basically buy all of it they buy it and then sell it everywhere around the world and that's how they have so much money like wow. they make yeah. the lannisters fortune if i'm Granted, with inflation, might be different, but <laughs> generally, I, I think they rival Lannisters as like the richest family in history. Like they're up there. So at the time, yeah, like double. Um, the, the Lannisters are one of the richer families now, but yeah, Corlys, the Valerians are the richest family at this time period. Um, their period, their um period, their um their fort is in what's it called, Driftstar, Driftmark. It's like there's an you know how Dragonstone is an island. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an island in that bay. There's another island that the show never mentions because I never have to. It's another island south of Dragonstone, um, very close to it, and that's where the Valerian seat is. I would like to see a whole season just following him around pirating things. I think that would be really cool. I hope we get to see some of that. Yeah, we should get a couple naval battles. Yeah, Again, oh, no spoilers, sure. but we should get them just based yeah. on what I'm thinking about from the book. Um, the Valerians are are a big part of the story and who well, they this, side with. So. This spinoff is going to be a kind of a kind of a test run to see where uh, Warner Media goes in the future, because uh, mm. the rumor has it that they're thinking about cutting all uh, all almost all of their scripted t- television. Shows and just going straight docu series and documentaries and stuff. Um, oh. Now, obviously, like Game of Thrones. Uh, what's the other one on there? Succession. Those are Succession, Westworld. The those are going to be kind of the ones, but they're not going to be doing a whole lot of new scripted series. So, if this does not do well, Game of Thrones is probably dead. And Warner Warner Brothers. Mm. So uh, I can't see that. I'm see right there. Um, <laughs> they'll be fine. Like I genuinely like looking at all cinema. Genuinely, like TV, movies. The fact that several of my favorite and arguably the best scenes 
that you've ever seen on a screen come from a te- uh, television show is pretty wild in comparison to like movies like i just generally i just don't i just don't think that it could fail genuinely we've, we've I, look, I don't think it i don't right? think it'll fail but I, I after reading the whole uh merger situation with uh warner and discovery and stuff like that mm. Uh, scripted television is really contentious right now in in Warner Media. I'm telling, I'm not saying that won't happen. It, that, that, that you know this would go away or anything, but they're going to be real selective on what they do Game of Thrones wise. After like, I heard rumors of a Jon Snow series. Confirmed. I don't know what's going on with that because I haven't heard yeah, it since sure. the since the merger happened. You know. Yeah, I, there's there was nine spinoffs that were brought to the final storyboarding table. Um, I don't know how many of those will be official, but they, what I've read at B six will be. But this this opening last week had HBO's. It was the biggest. No, not it's HBO. Let's, yeah, let's take HBO out of it. Any yeah. TV show that has ever happened in the United States of America on any platform, it beat it for opening night. It had Wild. twenty million viewers in three days. So that's what we're looking at in terms of that. Um, And I think they were sitting back knowing that, like, as soon as they hit air, they were like, let's just see what happens. And then just they got bombarded and they're like, all right, yeah. The crash is perfect. Yeah, this is the perfect idea because you have so many people that missed out on Game of Thrones Live because generally that was an experience. Like, being able to sit there and talk with your friends and like watch it after. Like everyone was watching at nine o'clock because you couldn't make it to eleven without getting a spoiler. That that's just how it was. And watching that live was an, a whole experience with your friends and family and stuff. So you have people that missed out on that and watched it after and still think it's good. That's wild. So then that's now right. what you do, all you all they had to do was they had to do something that took place before, so you didn't have to watch Game of Thrones beforehand. So there's like several people at my at my work right now that have never seen Game of Thrones and f- are already obsessed with this. They're like, this is going to be amazing. And I was like, yeah. That's such a <laughs> yeah. testament to the franchise that and you like you're, don't know anything. Yeah, you just point. take it and you just put, you're like, well, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Perfect. This is a prequel. You'll watch this, get hooked. And then between episodes, you can watch Game of Thrones and figure out what's going on. But that makes me so happy to hear. Yeah, generally, <laughs> I, I just wish. We were talking about this at work the other day. Uh, my buddy Jeremy and I were, I said... I was like, I generally wish that I could experience this without my knowledge of Game of Thrones. Like, I wish I could watch this completely clean slate. And then, because like, and I'll just be like, wow, I really hope she does really well as queen. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, you, you three haven't read the forever. book. You three oh. are fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I just mean like, looking at, like, we know a lot of these houses are not are not even around at the beginning <laughs> like so it's so you like you know yeah they're not no, gonna like they're not gonna stick around so well if you guys want a spoiler i'm not gonna give it to you of course but season three episode six or seven of game of thrones joffrey's dumbass just completely spoils house of the dragon like literally he just says here's what happens to the main characters of the show All right he's doing like a history lesson with the maester or whatever yeah, yeah uh, he's walking. Um, oh, he serves, he, he's now nah, Marjorie. He's walking Marjorie oh, around, yeah. around the set. Yeah, and he. I'm not gonna say anything else, but he's just like he points down. He's like, "Oh, that's where this happened." And I'm just like, "Oh my god." Um, yeah. But did you guys like 
where the show was at plot wise with what you were expecting slash know or didn't know i liked it because i mean it, it skipped the whole um figuring things out it was just like okay here's the situation issue that they have right now uh here you go like it was they gave you everything you needed to know to start off and then it, the only the only hard part is that the names in this show are going to be exponentially dip more difficult to follow in the game of thrones for fuck's yeah, sake one of the main characters in game of thrones john that's an easy name to remember but then <laughs> yeah. see, john you rob <laughs> yeah rob Sans, i mean hell, Sans was hard but it's just like now you have these names that first off they're all they all start with vowels that doesn't help yeah. me and like my brain doesn't think that way so I definitely am going to start having to do like note cards and I'll probably watch uh, <laughs> if I have time today, I'll probably rewatch the, the first one just before I watch the second one. That's what I do. Um, every, that's kind of the tradition I've always day. done too. Cause that helps you catch things and it, like a nice refresher. And I don't know, man, I just, ah, man, I, the show, the show gets me hard, man. I don't, I don't even know how else to say it. Like <laughs> it's just, it's, it's genuinely one of the coolest experiences. Like, all those little pieces that they had in the first episode that were just like for only people who have seen Game of Thrones, and not, not even just them, but like people that like wholeheartedly love that show. You could literally watch it, and somebody who hasn't seen it, obviously, but somebody who has seen it would just think it's like nothing. But like Brad, the freaking the at the ceremony, the necklace thing, I didn't even notice that. And then you look back at it, and you're like, "That's amazing." Oh, when, I te- when I texted you, yeah. So yeah, so she has when she's getting that whole necklace thing, and it's like a or is it a dress with embroidery? I think that's it's what an, it is. it's an embroidered like shawl. Yeah, what I was yeah. talking about. But it so, has at the center is the it's all the sigils of bo- most of the houses. Like you literally have the Targaryens in the middle. Then it had it, it had what are the ones that it had? It had Stark. It had Lannister, Stark, Baratheon. Yeah, it had like Hightower, all the main. Aaron, Greyjoy it had the the main houses of Westeros on it. It was six yeah. Cool as that. I also going off that same token is that I really like the part when um, they were talking. He was telling wasn't like the dad or the king was telling uh, Rhaenyra uh, what. Um, what's it called? Uh, he was like giving that speech to her about becoming queen and how like what she needs oh, to do and all that stuff. At the, the same scroll? time, yeah. at the same time, they're doing the airing ceremony, and uh, they're like showing all the different houses, like swearing fealty to her and all the like. It was like, and then even showed Stark. I was like, that that's so cool. That's like, going around right there's now. There's no need to sh- to to do that, but just the fact that they did is awesome. Like it was so it was so cool to see and. I think that they genuinely, and I hope I hope I don't regret saying this. I I really think, even just from this first episode, that the direct the writers especially, and I think they've all have just taken everything they learned over those eight seasons of Game of Thrones, and they're just gonna do it better. Like I think that Game of Thrones is its own entity, and you can't like beat it. But I just mean as far as the cinematography and the filmography and like everything that they're doing and the way they're filming it is just it just looks so much cleaner like less well they hectic. can also they can also kind of make their own thing too like not yeah. not completely not 100% because you still have to <clears throat> the, the point b is still the same but how how they get to point yeah. b you they can kind of kind of come up with it but the gist of what i'm getting from Zach is that even before the whole brothel orgy scene he was rock hard Yes, yeah, correct. But I mean, I'm going to double down on what I said the last time I was on this podcast, which was this is going to be just as good as, if not better, than the original show because they have source yeah. content that's completed. 
So this will be just as good, in my opinion, as Game of Thrones one through six. Yeah, so I, I, I said that last time. Saying it now. Yeah. I also think George R. R. Martin's come through with a lot of how frustrated he was with them at, towards the end of the show. And I really think that he is not afraid to get at them more. Like, instead of just being like, oh, whatever you Well, they yeah, gave him more freedom. I, yeah, I, I guess you can, I guess you can, uh, you can fuck up how, my whole show. How frustrated, how frustrated he was with them. He could, he, he still had, he has never finished the fucking last book. That's true. Well, no, so all, they have no two pages. To go with. Daenerys dies. Bran's king. That's it. That's all. That, genuinely, I don't even think I'd read the book. I want. I will, but God, I, I don't want to. to. Read it. I, I want to read it because to see what it should have been and like see like how there's like the gaps that were you know. Let's all let's all gaps. be honest. That last season of Game of Thrones probably should have been split into two seasons. I, and I, I I didn't have a problem with the end of it. It was just how quickly everything just came. It seems like there was points of it just came out of nowhere. Should have been nine or ten seasons. That's yeah. what that's what um, George R. R. wanted. That's what HBO wanted. They should have done the whole season for the White Walkers, a whole season of the contention between John and Daenerys, and a whole season for um, uh, what do you call it, um, Cersei. Mm-hmm. That's that's right there is three seasons. I, I still mean, wish I could see her die, like genuinely. Yeah. Like, I think there's die a, lot of a good, good way though in season eight. I, I hated the way Cersei died. That was my biggest regret. <laughs> God, that sucks so bad. <laughs> Eight seasons. That's what? Nine years of my life. Because they took a what? One year hiatus? Or was it two? Two. Yeah. So 10 years of my life, I wanted one thing. And that, that was it. That was the one thing I wanted. <laughs> was to see her die a terrible way. Just, I mean, Joffrey's Joff- death? Exhilarating. But Cersei's was... I don't know. Kind of it did not rock. I uh, I think that the the budget is five million more per episode than it was yeah. in season eight of Thrones. So I when when that thing opened, I think it looks the same, if not a little better. I mean, I think, like well, I, I think said, way better. I think the cinematography, the production, all that stuff, you're gonna, it's all gonna be there. I, we aren't gonna ever come on here after an episode and say like, this was this was pretty good quality. Like it's gonna be great <laughs> freaking quality every episode. And I mean, I hate to say, it, I don't want to sound like the Game of Thrones bougie, but like this is my this is the expectation. <laughs> like Game of Thrones happened, yeah. and it was the best production of any show I've ever seen. So this needs to be on that level or higher. So I'm just waiting for the fan, like the diehard fans, to get fickle as fuck. They already are. There's there's being, so many people that are like, being. I'm so... being positive, and Game of Thrones is my religion. So yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the same. It's the same Seriously. idea. Is that this is the same thing that happened with all? And I don't want to talk about Dune, but. Uh, oh God! You're but like, this is the that. exact same thing that happened and still happens to this day, where you had the original trilogy of Star Wars and you did prequels, and everybody got so butt hurt and like, well, we already know how it ends. Well, duh. But like, you see it happen. Like that was that's so cool. Like, why why is why are you so? Well, I only like three things in life. Nothing else around it. Like in my mind, I'm just like expand Star Wars as much as you want. Like that's my favorite thing. Like yeah. I mean, I could skip the the sequels; those don't count. But everything else, it, like keep doing it. Hell, you can um, rewrite the sequels. Let me find one. Zach's point. They're there's, working on it. So fickle fans are going around. Like there's TikToks. Like oh, I like the show a lot, but except I know that Daenerys just burns it all down at the end. Spoiler alert. Um, and the, I see that shit. I'm with you, Zach. I'm I'm like, yeah. could you kindly? Shut your mouth. <laughs> like, just let people enjoy it, man. Like, there's, I gen, I mean, there's so many more Game of Thrones fans that will 
come from this. Like, nobody that's going to like the show is going to go, this is really good, but I'm not going to try Game of Thrones. There's no way. It was already a phenomenon. Season 6 was a phenomenon. It was global. Yeah. We're back. We're back, baby. Oh, I did want to say one thing on what you said. You said you've seen a lot of um, – you said the fact that some of the best action scenes you've seen were from a TV show. Yeah. Battle of the – I've seen – we've all, around the four of us, have seen a lot of war movies. Am I wrong to assume that? We've all seen uh, a ton yeah, of war movies. Good. Yep. I have never different. seen anything like that scene in Battle of the Bastards when the cavalry charges John and they do that continuous shot of him for a minute. I've never seen any kind of filming segment in any action scene of a war movie that competes with that. Yeah, I don't think that's down. biased. Chris and I just sat down and watched the clip of the Battle Bastards from when he releases the brother, uh, Rick, uh, was it Rickon? Yes. Yeah, he Rickon. releases Rickon. He's like, run to your brother. And he like pats him on the back. There's other and moves. Then meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, there was like eight of us sitting in a room watching this shit. And uh, we're all sitting there watching it. And I can't remember who it was. One of my buddies, just he just yelled, he yelled, Serpentine, why are you running in a straight line? And he's just like, <laughs> stupid ass kid. Well, Six I mean, to, Rickon! Six to be fair. To be fair, you can go more in depth in a series than can in a movie. When it oh, a hundred percent agree. So, so that's yeah. why, like, I've said this from. I'm not a big Harry Potter guy, Harry Potter movie guy. Generally, the books are incredible, and I loved growing up with those. That that whole franchise would have been ten times better if they in a did series, a series like they did yes. Game of Thrones. Like it was literally like when you take a book, it's meant to be made like that. Like start- when you have that many books and that much content. Hell, I think Lord of the Rings should have been. I think Lord of the Rings should have been a series too. That would have been incredible. But, I read the uh, I read the books after after I watched really? the movies, and after you read the books, you would start realizing, holy, there's like a whole bunch of shit, like important yeah, shit from shit the books Dude, that didn't make favorite, it into the movie. My favorite Harry Potter book is The Half Blood Prince, and yes. they basically skipped. Yep. my all, everything good, like yep. everything that was dark that was supposed to be in there and show almost exact same thing as uh daenerys is that they just the in the movie or show they just like they went well we you've seen all the good climb for her now here's a huge drop like like there's no there's no way back down that hill for character development or character arc right same thing that's how i feel about snape like snape in the books is 10 times better and has all this different pieces involved with him or even draco and lucius too but you just lose all that when all you care about is Harry, Hermione, and Ron. Yeah, and hell, even really Ron. Answer, even Ron lost a ton of himself, episode, too. Man. What do you guys say? want to talk Game of Thrones and Harry Potter books in the same episode? You guys are just Dude, going I mean, after my entire heart in one episode that, right that's now. That's why I told, I told you to wear your coming pants. I hope you still got them on. I've, I've been telling everyone for years and getting in fights with people that the Harry Potter movies are just not good. They're not good. The that's first two are perfect, The first two are perfect. Well, the I books are like they're... 150 pages, so you should be able to cram that. <laughs> 300 movies. <laughs> like I know. I, that's why. It's the length. But they capture yeah. the magic, the music, everything. But I, I've read the Harry Potter books like 11 times each. I'm a fucking yeah. nerd. Okay. I got. I have the books. I have the. I have them on Audible. Yeah. I listen to them religiously when I'm at work. Dude. You know? It's, there's not, I've never been more immersed in Game of Thrones and Harry Potter Star Wars, Lord of the Rings is like the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Do you think if do you think if HBO decided to do a series, because I mean it's Warner Brothers, they own the rights to it. Do you think I, it would they it would do well now at post movie if they did a series? Too late. I don't. I don't think you can do it now. You can't. You can't go back and make a movie into a show. 
they'd have to do new content they'd have to do new yeah like and and i don't think new content works as well we're seeing that with fantastic beasts i do think i do think though on your point josh is that if this video game uh legacy comes out and does well you could easily do a a series way back like towards the beginning of hogwarts and stuff and now i think that'd do phenomenally but yeah i don't i agree with brad you'd have to do new content and you'd have to do probably a prequel we have I mean, it. That's yeah. why we're not going to get Game of Thrones season yeah. eight again. It's yeah. we we have the story. Can't get a redo. Um, the only the only company who has actively said that they are they would consider redoing movies was Disney with the Star Wars sequels, and I've seen that so many times, and I just generally hope that they would actually do it because I would I would give money to see those again actually done correctly. Like there's so many <laughs> there's so many things that are so bad in those movies, and I don't know. I we. But I, when we got a re- Force Awakens, the new trilogy came. I'm like, modern day, it's gonna be great. Like the choreography for all the battles were just shit. My my problem with Disney, <laughs> my problem with Disney in this whole thing is you look at everything post Infinity War in the Marvel universe. Like they're relying way, way, way too much on the comedy side of things instead of the uh, making it like an action. Kinda, and I don't mind. I don't mind some comedy in it. It's just like Thor: Love and Thunder. Holy shit, that movie was so fucking heavy on comedy, dude. That they what what happened to the Thor from Infinity War? Yeah, that was the best Thor. Like, oh my god, Zach, that, <laughs> that was that was the best version of Thor. Yeah, like yeah, pain, regret, they're all tremendous motivators. I'm good to go. Like, like that yeah. Thor, I rode with that man's. And then in Love and Thunder, he's literally not serious for a second of the movie. I'm, yeah. Well, I, I here's hate the thing. overindulged on comedy. Yeah. I hate over comedy. Mm, I hate it. He, like, it, it. It's like he reverted to the Thor kind of pre the the first Thor movie. Yeah, he, he was, was like very that in egocentric, the first one. and but he now now he's kind of like just really weak minded. I'm glad you agree, because I had that same thought walking out. I was like, this man has lost everything. Why is he so happy and joking about everything? This isn't the dark world. This yeah. is this is we're we're past that. He lost everyone he cared about. It's over. Like we need this yeah. we I think need that, a hardened hero. Yeah. Sheesh. I think a lot of it and I, I hate I, I it sucks to say, but I generally just think that every time something that could be darker or more grown up gets bought by disney you lose it like it's just it's just done like when like star wars like uh like i knew that that was probably gonna go downhill but they, they've had they've had a few good things like rogue one incredible one of my probably one of the best in my opinion no one would argue, but, no one would argue that yeah. but i mean it's just like you have so many opportunities to get away from comedy and all that and you just like don't it's like they go into a boardroom and they go all right guys uh so avengers is over uh we're kind of desperate we, we, by by quota we need to come out with four marvel movies a year uh, they're all gonna have the same plot uh but this time we're gonna have different token actors um does anybody have any plot ideas oh yes uh how about they get their butt beat and then they laugh about it <laughs> ron that's genius oh my god and then they do it and then we'll have them, we'll have them go back and just slaughter the big bat at the end. Like it won't yeah. even be close. Yeah, it won't even be like no character development. Just that he discovers that he had the power all along. Oh, it was within his heart. 
and then and then <laughs> and then at the end of it, I want to hear like EMP. I got the power, you know. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Be great. There you go. So what do you what do you think that has in store for the next Deadpool? I don't. Oh, I don't. Not, nothing. I think it's gonna be Fire. awful. I think it's gonna it's be gonna terrible. Be, it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be. They're gonna try to do it, but without as much crude humor, and it's not gonna be funny. Ryan it, Reynolds it, is gonna hate Deadpool three almost as much as he hates Green Lantern. That's fair. Yeah, and I, he, yeah, almost not not quite because Green Lantern was awful. I, I think Deadpool was <laughs> Deadpool was. was special, and they managed to make Deadpool two still invigorating and special. But when when society when we get something new in the film, and we all love it. Um, once that awe effect is done and they just try to make money off of it to keep it going longer, yeah. Um, I think this is not going to be a special movie at all. I, I agree with you guys. I think we're gonna watch I'm worried it about Oh, cool. We've seen this and the jokes are less good and it's not I'm as worried about original. what Disney's gonna do with the Punisher. You know, they've announced no. that John Barenthal's coming back to do they're gonna do a third season of the Punisher on Disney Plus. Like like, I'll watch it. Punisher. I'm excited, it's, but it's, it's the Punisher. How bad? How how graphic is it going to be? You know, compared to the other, the other two seasons. You know, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know because you got you get you got into an era in like the 70s and 80s with Marvel that characters, even the early 90s, where characters really started got they got dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. And Disney now Disney owns everything Marvel now, and it's like. But that's we're never going to see that side of those comics Shame. again. That's the only side I want to see because I feel like all I'm, all I'm used to now is the comedy, and I I hate the comedy. It's so, not yeah. even like good comedy either. Like, no. like I don't know. It's because they 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 lean too much on like the wokeness, and I don't mind I don't mind seeing like wokeness in the in the movies and stuff. But when you saturate it. <laughs> the the movie and the series with with it it just becomes like you're you're preaching to me instead of entertaining me i'm with you and i was a really tiny minuscule scene you guys might be like what a weird example but like even just the comedy that makes no sense compared to what we saw in the old days like um force awakens han solo and chewbacca was right when um uh they got ambushed by the troopers right before ray gets taken hostage okay they're back to back behind a boulder and Han says, like, I got to try the – he tries out Chewie's crossbow. And he shoots it, and he he, he murks someone. He's like, I got to get me one of these. And I'm like, you guys are getting slaughtered right now. And you're, like, <laughs> laughing, talking about, like, oh, I got to get me one of these weapons. Like, watch – that never happened. This is a serious thing. It should be a serious moment. And you're, like, joking around. And I'm just like, this is this is, like – it, and you it know Harrison Ford. You know Harrison Ford out. didn't give a shit about that script because he knew he was dying at some point. Yeah, and I'm in the theater, and I consciously remember I saw that when I lived in Idaho. I saw that, and I, it took me out of the movie. I mean, a lot of things took me out of that movie, but I saw that I was literally like, Ugh, cringe. Like, I don't want it. I don't want to see it. Yuck. Well, hopefully Game of Thrones sticks with the whole idea that not everybody can ride dragons, unlike Disney, who just says everyone can what a lightsaber use the force, so that'd be pretty sick. Well, the only thing that happened in that episode that was not in the books was the prophecy. I didn't have a problem with it, but that is not in the books. The whole um, Aegon had a dream, the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, everyone, everyone thinks that's in the books. It wasn't in the books, but I love it. I think it ties in Game of Thrones to the story. 
And I, I don't think it was gratuitous. I don't think it's going to hurt the plot at all. They didn't uh, they, lean they, too heavy on meaning. it. No, they didn't. It's a secret. They're not going to lean heavy on it either because it's a secret. It was the perfect amount to, just, to, to nod off to, to Game of Thrones to capture yeah. the viewers that have seen it. And they were like, oh, all right, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's wholesome. I like that. Yeah. I will. I will say it's. I, it's. It's nice that the. Uh, I don't hear every five minutes. Winter is coming. <laughs> it's know? funny because you. It's winter. She, she, the, um, got, she puts glitter all over her body at the club. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny that even 173 years before all this, they're saying when the next long night comes. Like they're already thinking about the next winter. It's yeah. kind, kind of crazy. Um, Zach Winter also spells it with a Y. Uh, you, you guys are all uh, you guys are all aware though that there is going to be a massive time jump, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is mostly yeah. We figured it. We figured it would be. It's coming about halfway through the show, and it'll probably be about ten years. So the, all Makes these uh, all these main characters like Otto Hightower, Viserys, they probably won't be recast. But the, the younger ones will definitely be recast. Allison Hightower and um, Renarius will be recast for sure. Um, Sweet. That guy, Kristen, Kristen Cole, the guy that beat Damon in the joust, he'll be a, a, a part of the show. Um, um, speaking of Damon, uh, terribly ugly dude, but his acting was phenomenal. I thought he was, he was one of my favorites on the show. Terrible he was awesome. Do. I don't want to see him in an orgy scene, but his acting was great. He's uh, unpredictable, just, man. Okay. <laughs> He's unpredictable. He's uh, I think in some parts in the show we'll see him being like the hero, and then in other parts of the show we'll see him doing something gruesome and reckless. And I think it's going to be beautiful to watch uh, such that's a complex a, character on the screen. You know, I was going to say that's a that's a cool role to play. Yeah, to, to have both. You know, like you're. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's like Jamie Lannister has an incredible character arc. I, I think he's – Game of Thrones is full of deep characters. I'd Until put, the last episode. Sure. but Yeah, the, like, la- the one where he just goes, I'm leaving. Okay. Jamie goes from not honorable to honorable. It's a, it's a slope. But this guy's going to have both at once. And that's like, Brandon, what you just said. It, it's going to be like rolling, rolling a D20 every episode with this guy. Um, we're not going to be able to predict what he does. Um, it's going to be hard to to get into his head and, and think how he's going to respond to situations. And as viewers, that's going to be fun to watch unfold because we're just going to be like, what the fuck all the time. I mean, the guy's that's bringing awesome. his hoe to his wife. Like, that's, that's what he's doing right now. Like, he's flying back to Dragonstone. <laughs> no, not um, Dragonstone. To uh, Runestone. Yeah. Runestone, yes. Runestone's part of the veil, by the way, the eerie. Yeah. But he's... Uh... <clears throat> Never mind. I'll, it'll be you guys will find out. It'll be good. Gucci, bringing this hoe to the wife. That's right. See, this is what you have to compete with. Good yeah. for him. You know. Yeah. Uh, Seraxes, by the way, great dragon. That dragon's just like Damon, by the way. Very unpredictable. Very uh, vicious dragon. Yeah, the red, cool. the red worm. Yeah, I think it'll be sweet. I hope they don't lean too heavy on dragon this, dragon that, dragons all the time. I feel like they probably will, but don't don't overdo it, you know. Hey, we're we're finally only a couple days away from the premiere of the uh, Lord of the Rings prequel. So so far, the internet hates it. Yeah, 
I, I am. The internet I, hates everything, though. With get, when the Game of Thrones trailers dropped, like I already with everything researched about it, ten out of ten know it's going to be good. With this, I am optimistic, but I am not. I am by no means like expecting it to be good. With the budget, we all should be. It's like literally double House of the Dragon. But that's crazy, dude. That's I don't know. Some of, the, of money. some of that stuff in there looked look questionable. Amazon quite literally only gets like ten percent of their shit right when it comes to. Scripted uh, television. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I'm all for com- competition when it comes to these companies. I mean, like, I'm all for it. Like, it's it. You're trying to do what Game of Thrones did, but that's a, that's that's different than Sony coming out with an exclusive and Xbox coming out with an exclusive and them trying to do their own thing. But that's like, that's like if they were both were like, all right, let's try to do Oculus. <laughs> like, it, it just it, it's biting off more than you can chew. I feel like. Game of and, Thrones captured lightning in a bottle, and they did it. Yeah, exactly. And you just can it be done that's, twice? That's it. I don't. I don't think so. Probably no, not. It could, be, it could be good. It could be good. I feel but like, I'm thinking like you'll have to like Lord of the Rings a lot in order to enjoy the show. I feel that's like if I you're think. on the, the like, like the top end of, of your craft, <laughs> H, you're probably going to lean towards wanting to work with HBO first, and maybe going to like Netflix. I feel like like sure. Amazon's for like the community college folk, you know? I don't think, I, I like... will say, I, I did used to think that, and then I started watching The Boys, and that's oh. Amazon. That's part of the 10% that get the right. That's the 10% I, that I got right. The, the Boys and Reacher. Got really right, though. Reacher was saying, excellent. I like Terminalist, too. Nailed it. Uh, and it, I love and the it's books. all happened this year. Everything that More, everything before yeah. this year, other than The Boys, has been garbage from Amazon. Like, all, the Terminalist, Reacher... Um, Yellowstone was came out this year. Is Yellowstone on Prime? It's on Prime, so I don't know if that means Yellowstone started out as an. Is it Prime? I mean, I watched it on Prime. Yellowstone started out as an AMC property, I believe. It is Peacock, Brandon. Okay, got it. I just I bought it off of Prime. Great show. Kevin Costner's good. Anyway, shameless plug for Cowboy. I, I believe after season three, I don't know if they AMC canceled it or if it. Somebody bought the the rights to it, but that's why it's floating around everywhere. I I just I can't I can't really fathom that the House of the Dragon budget is two hundred million, and this Amazon show one freaking season is four hundred and sixty seven million dollars. It doesn't even like make sense to me. No, I think that it could be really good. I don't think the act. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know enough about it, and I, I don't like. Brad knows this about me. If there's, I'll, I'll watch like the announcement trailer, but I won't watch a single thing after that. Like I, I don't watch anything. I don't look anything up. I just I go into as clean as I could, basically. Now I'm assuming that House of the Dragons done primarily in in front of a green screen for the most part. Uh, no, 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 they really? go to actually all the world. actually the opposite. The dragons are one of the only CGI elements. There will be more CGI in this season because there's stuff in Westeros. Um, that's another weird thing that uh, people are saying, like, the world 200 years ago should be less advanced than, than it is when we see Game of Thrones. But it's medieval. There's not electricity in Game of Thrones. It, like, <laughs> literally, in the show of Game of Thrones, they talk about how much more, like, grand and exquisite things were back then. Like, the architecture and stuff. It's like us saying, like, the, the Cambodian um, temples and the pyramids of Egypt. Like, those are – we don't have stuff like that anymore. So, there's stuff like the dragon pit. That's going to be CGI'd. Like, 
they they filmed that when it was broken down uh, in in um in Spain, but um, in Game of Thrones only CGI stuff was the dragons, so and the direwolves obviously. So in this show we'll probably get only dragons and then a few like exotic locations, and that's it. That's pretty cool though. So I mean I feel like if if Amazon comes out swinging with this Lord of the Rings show, and they we're, they realize that they spent an egregious amount of money. Mm-hmm. And it flops. I feel like that's gonna that's that's just gonna be a flat tire for them, and they're you know they're gonna be <clears throat> cautious when it comes to doing that again or, or letting letting money like that affect a show. And I feel like they're just gonna lose the quality. I can't figure out where what the extra two hundred million dollars is for. Like it, like the only thing I can think of is the fact that they had to break up. I don't know if maybe I don't know if New Zealand has the same. Uh, problems that Australia is having right now because I don't follow that part of the world, but I know if you're filming in in that place in that area, it's kind of like Canada was where you couldn't you it's still Canada you can't if you're filming something up in Canada you can't go in you have to they still want you quarantining before before you come back in you know yeah I mean location you might be right about that like just uh, paying Australia New Zealand. Um, but beyond that, I mean, beast monsters, um, middle earth beast CGI. I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I think it could be, I, I think it's going to be amazing. I, I think that as far, but I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Like I love Lord of the Rings. I, I can't wait um, for it too. What'd you say? Ah, okay. Uh, so I guess my biggest thing is, uh, I think their budget, I think a lot more of it per episode is going to be that CGI because you obviously can't do the massive landscapes that are Middle-earth. Like, you just won't be able to. In regards to, like, how Brad said, is that the timing timeline is different, and I just don't think that you can have what Middle-earth started off with and where all these... where it all started and make that into... Uh, that's the wrong... It's both a U. Um, and... I, I I'm not trying to get canceled off fucking YouTube though. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, so I just I, I don't know. I think it could be really good. I think a lot of that budget's gonna be CGI. Um, Has to be right. It's I mean... gonna it's gonna be and because they obviously can't. They're also Middle Earth is massive armies, like massive armies. So it's not like they'll use 200 people and then kind of copy right. that image. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, not so, strictly copy it, but right. But I mean. Lord of the Rings was how many years ago? Those pieces of cinema are amazing. The CGI was awesome back then, too. So it's like they also do a lot of their budget. If you look at the budget for the old ones, too, a lot of their budget goes into the makeup because they'd rather have makeup done to them to make them look like orcs, goblins, orcai, all that. Because none of those guys were CGI. Like, yeah, instead of CGI. None of them. Yeah, like, that's fair. And that's some I of would... the best makeup and costuming i've ever seen and the big siege equipment things a lot of that was like made like they didn't cgi yeah. that stuff That's so true. Very if, true. if they are if they are spending the bulk of that budget on like cgi and stuff like i remember a story listening to ian zeering talk about sharknado and stuff and say whatever you want about sharknado but how they were able to film those movies on such a small buzz budget like they're doing it on a sci-fi budget which is like I mean, they were doing it in the, like the high hundreds of thousands of dollars. They weren't even crossing into like a million. And that movie's a household name. 
Yeah. We all but know the, what Sharknado is. The, <laughs> the, the, the way they did it is you have what the movie industry is using today for CGI. They would take a uh, program that was a generation or two behind, use that, at, and it's like, I mean, they were only paying like 10% of the price for that, for something that was two generations back to use in their movie. Right. And it's just as good. There's not much difference than from CGI uh, used today. No, not much. It's like very shit. It's, <laughs> like there's, it looked like shit saying it's a couple years to. back. I think, par, I think part of, part of it was, it was supposed to, I mean, it's Sharknado is not like a serious movie. You know, I don't think you, that you have anybody all these... went in and said, "When we, if we, we have the option to make them look a little bit better, let's make them shittier." I don't think I, I just, I think that it's just a sci-fi movie with sci-fi channel with a sci-fi budget, like you said. But and... it, you know how many, you know how much money they made in ad sales because of the that movie franchise. I know, like, and I don't think I want to know because oh, it's it's, it's 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 fucking. A lot of money. Unbelievable! Like it's a it's a lot. Like it would blow your mind if you would re- just read the figures. That you know the number? made on this movie. I, I I I last time I read it was like six years ago. I don't know the number off what the top the of my head. What the fuck? But it off the top, but they made a shit ton of money off it of is, that movie. It's saying that it, it's a wait. Hold on. When does this come out? When does it say? Two years ago. Okay, this is just the. Oh, no, this is an Alexa answer, so this is apparently a fact. Sharknado, the once joke of a film, has officially become, this two years ago, fact, has officially become the most successful movie franchise of all time. The four-year-old franchise on July 11th, uh, what, 2002? Or 2020? um, 2020? Made 4.5 billion in total franchise gross, beating Disney Pixar's 4.5 billion according to filmsite.org holy shit those guys need to retire that's ridiculous retire buy a mansion and just hang up a movie poster and then live out your life damn like you're done sharknado is one of those movies that's so bad it's good like that people people wanted to watch it like they had to check in for it like i oh shit or uh eight-legged freaks oh dude that movie is awesome that was a Good great one. movie for its time. That movie was awesome. It's great, yeah. Um, so it, it, the I, I told you, it's so what it, you're saying is we need the guys that directed and wrote Sharknado to come out with a TV show on HBO with an um, Amazon budget. Unless you is, see what, what happens. Your, oh God! I mean, I'd watch that. I do you guys think that. is the best shark movie? You can rule out Jaws. I feel like Jaws is most people's number one. Deep Blue Sea. Yep, Deep Blue Sea for me. I mean. The Shallows watching Blake Lively paddle around in a movie wasn't wasn't awful. I'd watch her read the phone book. That's I just <laughs> me too. I just I just love Blake Lively. Shallows I thought it. was good. I just thought it was like too. Oh, I thought it was a, it was a fucking awful movie. But I, I'm I'll watch oh, it again God. for Blake Lively. <laughs> <laughs> mm. If I had my druthers and it had to be Blake Lively movie, it would be. Uh, oh, what the fuck's the name of that movie? Age of Adeline. No, um, so many of them with her. Look, I'm not gonna lie to you. I there's uh, no shark movie that's dudes. giving me that much enjoyment like Sharknado did. Oh, God oh damn it. I need to watch Sharknado again because I think I watched it one time. Like that's it. I don't think I've seen Oh, have you guys? Uh, not to not to sidetrack and just to show you that I'm not I'm not just sitting there coddling Sony. Do you see Sony's getting sued for seven or for six billion dollars in the UK? It did. Did you also and see that they're raising the prices of their consoles? 
well, yeah, but that, that's it. not for the U.S. That's for other places that their supply chain sucks ass. So that makes sense. But at the same time, this is the only thing I'm getting sued. I kind of think it's bullshit because it's it's only right. the U.K. and they. This is this is one with the competition. Microsoft and Sony literally operate like gas stations across the street from each other. If Microsoft puts their gas their their gas on sale for sixty dollars per game, and then Sony does the same shit. And then, and then, because then you look at, and you have to for a lot of these other games. For example, this imitation uh, is the best form of flattery, right? Exactly. But Harry Potter, this legacy game that I don't know if you guys noticed, but it got postponed until February. Um, yeah. But yeah. do you see what they just announced their collector's edition as? Do you know how much fucking money it is? Just guess. Let me give you what it comes with: some DLC. It comes with uh, some other content. It comes with a steel casing. It comes with a collector's box, and it comes with a book that opens up that has magnets in it, so a wand floats above the book as a decoration collectible. Okay, that's how much do you think? Idea. Game costs sixty dollars. The digital or the deluxe version costs eighty. Two hundred and higher. Both oh my of you. god! Holy 300 shit! Three hundred fucking dollars. Well, he said magnetic wand floating, and I was like, okay. Yeah, look it up. Three hundred yeah. fucking dollars. Yeah. Wow. You know yeah. what? You know what's gonna suck for Sony on that? Uh, cool. Anytime an an outside a foreign a foreigner gets sued in the UK, that foreigner that foreign company is gonna lose one hundred percent of the Not time. Not all the time. Oh no. No. One hundred percent of the time fair but the other thing that just makes me mad about it is that like they're getting sued for the exact same thing that almost every gaming company does right now which is charge a 30 percent markup on their products they, it's been like that for decades but what's happening now is that sony has exclusive games and they so the fact that they're not decreasing their pricing to match because you can only buy those games on the playstation network they're getting sued for that because they're saying that they that Sony has a monopoly on the PlayStation exclusive games that you can't get on Microsoft or you can't get on PC and all, like all that. Isn't that the whole point of owning a PlayStation? That's ex- that's exactly what I'm saying. Like it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> like, make any sense. Like yeah. <laughs> and they're not they're not like taking brand, like Ragnarok. They're not Ragnarok coming out. They're saying right now that's a prime example is that it's it coming out and them still charging the seventy dollars is too much. But if you look at an Xbox game that comes out and they charge seventy for theirs. It's the exact same thing. Am I wrong? No, I mean, like, I'd... I just, I just don't, I don't get the ground that they're that they're standing on for it. But it's five point nine billion dollars they're getting sued for, and they're gonna, and it's a lawsuit. And anybody who's purchased PlayStation games since a PlayStation Three can make a claim to get a payout. Is basically oh, what the ruling sweet. would be. Well, uh, only there's the gotta be only in the UK. Yeah. There's got to be more here than that. And Zach, that's nothing against like. No, look it up, dude. I just thought it. But like, that if their only valuation is, hi, we're charging the same as other gaming companies, you're being 30% markup. The only gaming company that does not do that is Epic Games. That is the only company who does not do it. I will say this if Sony will. They will settle out of court. Oh, they'll settle. They yeah, through, they'll settle for if sure. they go through with the, if they go through and go to trial with it, all this stuff, they're gonna lose. You, yeah. it, it's it's a, it's consumer rights, so you can't the, ever really win against that. Yeah, it, the especially but, especially over in the UK, like they're gonna side. Uh, especially if you go like company to company, like uh, a UK company uh, suing a foreign company. Yeah. The UK company is going to win 100% of the time. So, 
it's it's one of the it's really same thing. Is like maybe the UK is different than where we're at. Do they not have like GameStop or Amazon to buy the same game? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, why, 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 why is you Sony? That's that's. I'm just trying. I'm just confused. Like it doesn't. I feel like like Brad said, there's got to be more to it. But at the same time, like nothing that they're talking about shows anything different than that. I mean, I'm just doing a quick search, and I mean, everything you're saying is computes not that i thought it didn't yeah. but like no you're good it it like, seems like there's got to be something else like it, it just seems like they were bored needed something to do so they're like fuck it let's yeah. sue somebody for six billion dollars that just to me it's just like so is microsoft gonna get the same thing for like xbox exclusives like halo they just released halo at the same price that got awarded which i don't know if you guys saw this free so, on game uh, pass though right yeah, that's exactly yeah. but what i'm saying is the uh uh, fucking a. Well, like a good example is like they just the Stray just released on PlayStation Five in the next in the last update or last month, and that was free with their subscription. But if yeah. you wanted to buy it, it was thirty five dollars. So, like, if they were to take that game and put it up at sixty, sure, maybe I can understand that. But also, you know, that's how it is. It's fair. By the way, that you... movie I was thinking of with Blake Lively that I would watch over and over again was Savages. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Oh, by the way, um, sorry, but House of the Dragon. If anyone needed this cleared up, um, did you guys know what the triarchy was? What happened? No. <laughs> like openly admitted, would get on a pedestal. Triarch right makes me think it. it's three people. That's makes me that's, think of that Call very, of Duty game. That's oh, Zach, that was that was very profound. <laughs> No, so the tri- uh, when they mentioned the triarchy in that small council meeting, they're referring to the three cities, the alliance of the three cities against Westeros. I just they didn't really go into that. I was I was thinking if you we'll ever we'll book, get into you it, be like, what the fuck? We'll get but, into it. I want to go on the full like, turkey, Brad. Don't tell me the plot, man. Don't let, don't let like, me think more than my I'm little not, can handle. I'm not. I feel like Brad's TV at home looks like a glazed fucking donut right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, hey, I gave rap on it. Josh, if you've known me for the last ten years, Game of Thrones is like water, dude. I, I live, I live for Game of Thrones, man. Truly. Speaking of which, I'd like to point this out that come November, Zach will have oh, no. hands I down, Brad yet, hands down, the best fucking gaming chair ever made. Oh, did, yeah, you get, I, did you get the House of the Dragon one? The Secret Labs, yeah, I did. Fan fucking it looks yeah. I'm I'm pumped about it. I need a new one bad. And Sarah Sarah is chair. not gonna Sarah's not gonna Sarah can use my old one. Um great chair. That's right. Really uh, yeah, I'm fucking pumped. That's gonna be sweet, dude. I I'm as soon as you November text me, I'm like, oh, he bought it. Yeah, I'm like, he bought it. I, I told texted him, I was like, like I was like, I blame you, and he's like, You bought it, didn't you? I was like, Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty <laughs> it's good chair. I, I uh, as much as I like that one, I need I need a, a Stark equivalent, and I'll get the Stark. They have all day. It's on there, and that it's one you on don't have to wait for. Oh, I'll get the. I'll be getting cool. that one then, probably. So <laughs> you could also yeah. do uh, I just did it because it's they're they are expensive, but you can do, um, there's I I did it with a firm, yeah, and just pay it that way, and that one's that one's not bad, and I think you have like you can pay it over like six or twelve or 
eight months or something like that. I think the smallest is like four or something like that. But then it's all based on your credit. So like I don't even, my interest is like almost nothing. I think it cost me like actually like 40 bucks, maybe, if that. Well, I'll find out at the end of this week if my dad's getting a better job. I might be able to. Oh, that's nice, man. I'll, be, yeah. I'll keep them in my in my thoughts. That's awesome. Yeah. We're uh, yeah. we're dying for people in uh logistics right now. So we're they have like referral bonuses going out, and I just referred one of my buddies um to start working there too. So um, man, it's uh Kayla's Kayla's husband Alex that you guys met. I've done logistics oh, yeah. for ten Great years guy. of my life. I'm done with it. Stellar. Yeah. Done with Come work for us, man. I'll be your boss. It'll be cool. Um, but I have to start wrapping up. So is there anything else you need me for? Nope. We're at I'm that hour take mark. A nap. Nope. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. So for our special guests, Zach and Brad, my co-host, Brandon Parks, I am Josh Henney. This was the Guys Weekend Podcast. Good night. I'm going to go eat another piece of pizza. What is coming? <laughs> <laughs>